Welcome back to this week's Sunday's Come Down. Hey guys, this is Estefan and this is my podcast. Hi, this is Ricardo. Uh, <laughs> nice to nice to be here recording again. We took a break for one weekend. For one weekend, literally. Um, we paused. We technical totally difficulty. Paused. Um, and we're back in the San Diego Library. It's super cute. Yeah. We were here. We were like one of the first ones here. Yeah. I hope my car is still fine downstairs. I have to find the validation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we forgot about that. Uh, yeah, no, I actually, I love coming here. I think it's like a really cool atmosphere. And um, definitely there's a lot to see because like the... the so big. Well, like like the, the people that come here, you know, like obviously there's a lot of homeless people that use this space for personal use. And I feel like these little rooms that you can rent out, like people rent them out for the max that they can just oh, to have a place real. to have some privacy and stuff so you definitely see that and it's I don't know there's, it's pretty interesting and um, you see a lot of life I feel bad people for the people that are next to us they're probably like ya callense a la chingada chingada madre I feel very attacked <laughs> it's probably us last time they told us to shut up but anyways um, how was your week? I well, two weeks. I think I have. We didn't meet last weekend mm-hmm. um, due to technical difficulties. We'll call it that. Right. But um, yeah, no. So it was my week was cool. How was yours? Um, the two the last two weeks have been uh, pretty calm. Uh, we're just. Um, I feel like my mind has been very kind of like the whole impeachment thing, like the news and stuff like that. Like uh, it's just I don't know. Um, I have like Trump fatigue. For um, real, there's been like nothing but Trump news all over the place. Um, just, like, the impeachment is, has been going. It's like on fucking Fox. It's on CNN. It's the local news. It's like freaking just in, on ET. It's literally everywhere. And I have like Trump fatigue, but I also feel like I have like a Trump obsession because like I I go to like CNN, but then I also go to Fox News just to see what the conservatives are saying, and then I go to Huffington Post to see what the extreme liberals are saying. Like, you know, and it's just like like I just can't stop. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll talk about that later but uh the week has been the the past couple of weeks have been uh, pretty pretty good um my boyfriend uh once decided to celebrate 14 days of valentine's Aww. so we're on our uh what is it the second day oh um, yeah today's february 2nd yeah so we're on this 14 days of valentine's which is uh really cute um and yesterday he surprised me with a little trip to a little where you make those little planters thingies where you put like little succulents and decorate them with little stones and like whatever you guys are too <laughs> but no that's cute that is cute it was, it was like i was honestly surprised because he was like oh it's a surprise and then he like drove us somewhere to uh, la jolla and then i was like where are we going and then we like pull up to a or start walking up to a brewery and i was like okay like we're just he's just taking me to a brewery um which is like okay i like beer uh, and then i had no idea and then all of a sudden we go to this back room and then i see all the like setup going on i was like oh my god that so, sounds fun so it was at a brewery though it was like in a brewery they have like a space for parties and stuff so um, they set up like you know like the dirt and the sand and the rocks and decorations and you get to drink stuff. through this whole thing well yeah you can buy food and drinks and oh, stuff mira, que so it was cute i had a really good time so it's 14 days of valentine's day and every day you like what you got like something cute or what i i mean he he came up with it um i can't even get a blowjob over here you got like fucking like gifts throwing at you. i know right like fourteen days of blowjobs <laughs> <laughs> uh, no but uh but yeah i mean i from what i understand uh it's like 14 days of like not necessarily gifts but you know the romantic stuff. whatever so oh that's cute today he got me a toblerone <laughs> he'd woke me up with a, a gift of a toblerone um so anyways, yeah, so it's cute. I'm going to do it for myself, and I'm going to just do it with me and my dog. Yeah, obviously, self-love. Yeah, self-love, self-dog love. <laughs> um, my week has been cute, too. I started, um, well, I stopped working. I Not this past week, but the week before that, I stopped, what was my last week? I just went to a couple doctor offices and tried to promote our pharmacy and... Um, but now this past week, I focused more on setting up my schedule for school and my classes. Um, I had to crash the last class. Well, I've been crashing most of my classes, but this one was like a really... Uh, successfully? Yeah, yeah, successfully. But this one was just fucking stressful because I was, I thought it was, I was going to have school just on Tuesdays and Thursdays. But then I later come to find out that it had Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Mm-hmm. And so I... And it's further for me, so I have to, it's, it's just, it's way too, it's too much, it was too much. But I do love my teacher, my teacher, she's like Chicana, she, I don't know, 
she's a lesbian or not. She's giving me this like machista look. You know okay. what I mean? Like a strong female. Like a strong female. She has like the short cut and she's very Most likely she is. Yeah. <laughs> but um but she has a son. She spoke about her son. I don't know if she's she hasn't spoke about her significant other. I don't know. I don't know, but I like her. She's very direct. She's like, if you come to this, but the only thing that does worry me some is that I like going sometimes to my classes stoned. Okay. Um it makes me feel it makes my inhibitions lower so I'm at all it, like I won't care to ask a stupid question mm-hmm. even though I probably shouldn't I care really, I would be the opposite I would be more like concerned about I know I could care less for me it's like I, I know some people get more paranoia yeah. out of it but for me I'm like I love it I don't care <laughs> like I'm 33 I need to like do this only once so ask the questions mm-hmm. but it's weird and so she said that one time she caught a, t- a student so but in lab and that's you know because lab you're doing you're doing stuff right. so of course but I was like, hey, maybe she can like tell. That gave me paranoia now. So. I mean, who the hell isn't stoned in like a, you know? College? Oh my god, you know more your caladitos. That one. So I sit down, right? So we're it's like the first day of like lecture, and I I try to get there early because I I record my classes so I can listen to them later. Yeah. But I need to sit in the front. Aparte, estoy bien ciego. I can't even see the fucking screen. <laughs> I lost them. Oh but anyways. So I sit in the front, and it's usually like the nerdy kid that's in the front. But this time, like this kid is like nerdy, but he's just. I noticed him fidgeting like a lot, like everywhere. He was just fidgeting, and at some point, like I think it was like 25 minutes into the class, he starts scratching, and not like discreet scratching. He's like literally like ah, like scratching like a freaking like dog. Like he's like. The guy, he just he he kept scratching and. I didn't want to make it obvious because like he just he was sitting next to me and he you could hear him just go like like every single time and I turn around and I can see like flakes of him like just falling off and I was just like I know and it was (laughs) I'm not gonna say who he like his name or anything but I just I was like oh my god it was weird but um does he have like does it look like he has problems like maybe a mental issue no he looks perfectly healthy um flakes (laughs) I just Um, don't know if it was dandruff or flakes but it was really bad and it like literally was getting all over my stuff and I was like you need to like get coronavirus up on me right now no (laughs) like uh uh but it's it's cool but I'm really excited for that for starting school um it's, I'm taking microbiology there. That's the class that I'm taking, and I'm also going to take sociology down in at Southwestern. Um, okay. Good luck. So it'll be cute. Sociology sounds fun. It's pretty easy. I feel like it's an easy class. It's not like it's kind of like a common sense class. But see, okay, no. Yeah, like you, obviously, you don't have to do no like crazy math or whatever. Like oh, you know, that. it's just more like uh, ideas and stuff. And to Cognitive, me, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy stuff. So yeah. hopefully, I can get through it. Um, I did have to. So I went up to. I was because I'm I'm going to school all the way up in Grossmont, and in order for me to like just like kill or like avoid traffic, um, I can I got a new gym member, so I went to the gym to the 24 hour fitness up there, but it's like a nicer 24 hour fitness. I don't know what the fuck. The one in La Mesa. Um, is it by Grossmont Center? It's on Navajo Road. You <laughs> have. <laughs> it's by Grossmont. No, it's so it's by Grossmont. It's it's an exit before Grossmont College. If you're coming from the south, because I used to go to a 24 hours uh, in La Mesa, that was like where the mall is. It's like, oh no, mall, no? no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, but well, the one I remember was not nice. Oh, it wasn't. <laughs> no. so maybe that's the one I need to go to. But anyways, I ended up like just having them charge me the ten dollars extra to go to the nice one because the trade up in there is fucking like ridiculous. Amiga, you're there to work out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm there to kill time <laughs> so that I don't get any traffic on the way back home, but. Yeah, and it's like it's it's not co-ed saunas, so it's they're probably gonna like hear this yeah. and they're gonna like ban me from there. <laughs> but it's cute. No, it's really cool. And I feel like the like the better the trade, the more um, the more motivated I am or push myself at the gym because then I'm like I want to look like that or I want to do that, which I know that we probably shouldn't be comparing each other to other people, but at the same time, like. Just a little self-motivation. I agree with that. I feel like when you, <clears throat> when I uh, have worked out like on my own, like say just go running or whatever, you kind of maybe, you're like, okay, that's fine. Like, I, you know, I'm done or whatever. But when I go to the gym and I see other people like pushing themselves, pushing themselves exactly and, and, and the struggle, whatever, then I'm like, I need to push myself too. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, pues gordita acá, and you're like, if she can do it, chingada madre, yo right. también. But anyways, um, 
but yeah i i really like that gym the gym is cute it's it's really nice um but i noticed a lot of the guys are like they're like fucking legit huge and buff and i noticed that um one of our friends had posted something about his um i don't know if he suffers from body dysmorphia but i noticed his body his post about body dysmorphia and i i feel like i can definitely relate to that because i was reading um this article about it and i basically have every single one of those down symptoms it's basically so for those of you who don't know about body dysmorphia um it's a disorder where i guess you have like a a specific or maybe something about your body image or a specific spot about your body that you nitpick at you know over and over and it's just it makes such a big deal to you that it doesn't it doesn't let you it doesn't let you function your daily life routines or function life daily um and for me, definitely, I think I can relate to it. There was a part of me, I've always like tried to like look good and go to the gym or whatever. I think I skipped leg day way too many times. <laughs> and now I'm stuck with these like tiny little legs compared to my body. So I have a very um, insecure image about my legs. Um, but did, there was, did that ever keep you from doing anything? Yeah, so there was like, I feel like there was like a whole two summers where I feel like my upper body looked amazing. So I took a lot of thotty pictures for Grinder, <laughs> but then you were that torso bitch. Yeah, I was that torso bitch. Uh, but then, for a moment, like I think it was like two summers where, like pool parties get really popular and stuff, and people would be like, "Let's go to the let's go to the pool parties." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to show my legs," or like, "Oh my god, I have to find shorts that look specifically for these legs." Like, it caused a lot of stress for me. I know that it's a lot like something stupid. But at the time, I, I think I was focusing a lot on my body image and I trying to fit in. And it, it, to this day, I still feel uncomfortable. But well, I think it's like a big joke. Like, I mean, I don't think it is a big joke that it's always thrown around. Like, don't skip leg day or like if somebody, you know, who it's, a, has, it's like, a thing, guys, literally don't yeah. skip. <laughs> so like, obviously, you're going to feel insecure about something that is such a like a common joke. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I feel like I don't, I don't really know, like, to what extent, say, like, you suffer from body dysmorphia or I suffer from body dysmorphia. I feel like everybody's insecure about something, you for know? For sure, for sure. Everybody has their insecurities and everybody has their flaws and everybody focuses on those flaws, even if it's a pimple or if it's fucking, like... A tiny little wrinkle. Yeah, or whatever. A little blemish on your leg or whatever. I think everyone has a specific thing. I would love to know what it feels like to not have that, though, because every time I look into the fucking mirror, I see Quasimodo staring back. <laughs> <laughs> like every single time and I, so much so that I even like I, I went online and they, they have the, these harness things to like better your posture that thing helped out a lot and uh, another thing that I think helped me for um, kind of just not giving it not caring so much is I, I took a semester of just like yoga and I focused a lot on yoga and I think my teacher was very zen about everything and she's you know, she kind of like tells you like, don't focus on anything that you don't like in the mirror. Look at yourself and love yourself and look at yourself and, and be happy with what you have because a lot of people don't have that or there's always worse cases, you know? Um, and maybe we're like nitpicking stuff that is cosmetic, yeah. you know what I mean? As opposed to nitpicking for something in health wise. So yeah. to this day, like I still go to the gym, but I try to do more of a healthy routine instead of a routine to build muscle i try to do cardio more i try to do more of the stairmaster just to do more for the health yeah i mean i think over the years i've i can't say to what extent i suffer of body dysmorphia because i don't know you know i never was diagnosed about yeah. anything but, do you um, see quasimodo when you <laughs> yes you see fucking selena um, yeah <laughs> no i think that's definitely something that has changed over the years with age and with maturity because when I was young, um, like last last time we were talking about uh, weight loss, you know, yeah, or I was yeah. talking about like weight loss and all of that, and um, and you you're just so focused on your how people are gonna perceive you, you know, yeah, how yeah. people are gonna see you. So anything that is a flaw um, is an insecurity, and um, you know, doing things like avoiding parties or avoiding social events or whatever mm. just because of that insecurity. That's pretty unfortunate, but um, I mean, I suffer from that because after I lost weight, I started getting stretch marks, you know. Uh, and then, like, when I was young, like, I, I was, I was really insecure about it, and um, 
I, it, it was like a struggle to, I don't know, go to pool parties or whatever because like... Because um, you were it insecure was, about it. It was that. insecurity and, um, and you just don't want to be singled out or, you know, ridiculed I'll or I'll make criticized. them lick it. I'd be like, you're <laughs> looking at it, you're going to lick this fucking stretch mark right now. Um, but, um, but over the years, like, I think I started realizing that people don't, don't care. care. And if they do care or they do kind of like ridicule you for it. They're not the people them, you want to hang know? out with. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to be the ones that are going to be ridiculed for being such a dumbass. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so I started, um, I, I slowly, I became more comfortable with like my body and my appearance and whatever flaw or whatever good thing I had. And I started, I started kind of like just telling myself, you know, this is okay or this is good about you. This is the positive stuff. <laughs> And the, and the bad stuff that, you know, just, just deal with it. And, and I don't think you ever lose the, obviously you never lose the insecurities, yeah. but you learn to like, not pay attention to it. Something. Yeah. You, you learn to not, not pay attention to them. They're always going to be there. Yeah. Um, and you try to focus on what your like assets are. You exactly. Know what I, mean? I mean, definitely. And, um, and to this day, like, um, now I don't really care about those kinds of things or if I'm like, what's the one body part that you're happy about or that you love about yourself? Um, I like my legs. <laughs> Your legs. You do have really nice legs. You know, what bonitos chamorros. Chamorro. I, I never had chamorros. You know, right. patas de popotes. <laughs> piernas de gallina que no lean nada. Es que la verdad que no quieren. Oh but I love my shoulders. I will tell you this. And I yeah. love my lips. So, yeah. this whole face is just working for me. I mean, I was never blessed with like, even if when I was working out a lot, uh -huh. I could never have like big arms, you know? So, I was kind of like something that I was sad about or not, not sad but like just insecure about or whatever and and i really tried for a while and um and i was like nope it's just not gonna happen for me so i mean i gave up with that i you mean know? you have nice arms they're not buff but at least they're not like skinny flanky arms or like at least but like it's still like too when I was at the point where I was like working out like and you day, lift heavy too twice a day or whatever my shit would not grow you know so a lo mejor son muchos tamales lo que comen the only thing growing was my belly <laughs> um, but that ass was on point though uh. I mean I, I, yeah so I like my lower body my upper body I was never really happy about or blessed with like the the type of qualities that you know some people the want. magazines really celebrate or whatever but um that's sort of like the the source of like all of our insecurities you know this it really is standards of i beauty. blame my mom because she would always have fucking novelas y claro sale pinche sebastian ruyu all chiseled packs and everything and like harry like if that's what you want to like and your mom is like lusting over it so like it's just like you know normal behavior passed on to your child like that's what you want so it's it's unfortunate but it's true society does kind of mold and shapes our brains into what we want to be or what attracts us and at the end um but i think i do struggle from body dysmorphia i at least know a couple friends that that suffer from body dysmorphia um, I have a friend who's like amazingly buff and he's like, I feel like I'm a twin. I mean, it's a body dysmorphia if like, say today, I'm like, I don't really feel like going to the beach because I feel fat. That is kind of body dysmorphia, right? I mean, it is. I mean, it would be. I think yeah. it would be. Would it be for a woman if she's like, oh, you know what? I don't have the right cosmetics for it. I'm not going to go to this party. Okay, so like, why, are we imposing uh, body dysmorphia on women because basically the expectations that they should be using makeup every day? Women are... They're in their place right now. Don't even rile them up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I do feel that the society de definitely does affect them. Um, like, for example, I have a 16-year-old cousin who... I probably didn't even say this, but I do... I, I have a cousin who's younger, and she, her parents are very much more stricter, so she doesn't wear a lot of makeup, and she doesn't wear, like, the leggings, and she doesn't wear the crop tops. Whereas, like, you do see some of these other girls in high school, and they look like... They look like freaking like Kim Kardashian walking down the runway, or not even down the runway, but just running around on her reality TV show, yeah. looking really amazing and stuff. Um, and my cousin does complain about not being able to do that, but at the same time, I, I feel like they're doing well because they're teaching her not to worry about things that are superficial. You yeah. Know? Like, because what goes into like these chicks looking like Kim Kardashian? You know, a lot of I'm sure a lot of struggle, a lot of money spent on shit that they don't need. They don't need um, a lot of insecurities about am I, do I look good enough? Do I look better? Not just than Kim Kardashian, but this other bitch next to me. Or they're know? trying to please uh, a man for their looks instead of uh, instead yeah. of having to please a man for maybe their smarts or their 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 good hearts or just being a, a, a good woman to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of times. I notice that married they get they get into a marriage and the woman doesn't isn't able to keep up with her looks because she becomes pregnant or whatever and then they just 
you know, things fall apart. And I, there's still a lot of that old school mentality where women, you have to look a certain way or act a certain way. Oh, yeah. I remember, um, um, did you ever watch uh, Mad Men? I show? do that. Yeah, I remember. Remember that. when, like, the wife would wake up earlier than the man and, like, do her makeup mm-hmm. and her hair and go back to bed and, like, <laughs> just, like, look beautiful when he woke up? Um, That's crazy. Would you, so I would, I would wake up and poop before my man would wake up sometimes. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I still don't feel comfortable with farting or any of that stuff around a boyfriend. And to the women who say that they don't fart, that's that's just not physiological possible. So, <laughs> like, just own it. Own it. Um, I do know that couples that fart in front of each other usually are in, like, healthier relationships because they don't take that stuff seriously. It's literally just... It's nature. I mean, to me, like, yeah, sure, it's nature, but... Like, what if it it smells bad? Like, I don't want to make the person It's gonna fucking smell bad. It's gonna fucking smell bad. I have fart dysmorphia. <laughs> That's when you think it smells like fucking potpourri, <laughs> and it smells like fucking menula child family. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Uh, oh my god. Um, so, yeah, the, um, about this... So, I'm really excited about my um, class at Grossma. It's microbiology and um, one of the topics that came up with in class was this coronavirus and I think there is an article saying that one person was infected here in San Diego. Well, first of all, a whole fucking ship of them came here, right? To Riverside, I think they... <laughs> that is ship a plane. But, oh, t- tomato, tomato. <laughs> this is minor specifics. <laughs> we literally have a shipment of people with coronavirus. Uh, I get a cambio ship. <laughs> <laughs> To Riverside, and yeah. I think I thought it was funny how like the other countries were like, "Oh no, they got the coronavirus! Turn around, like <laughs> send them back where they came from." Yeah. That's a smart thing, though. They need to quarantine that shit. I was watching that pandemic show, uh, yes. and I know isn't it suspect how like this show come out right out the coronavirus comes out? Like, I mean, Netflix uh, is probably monetizing on this thing by dropping the coronavirus somewhere, but <laughs> part of their their like marketing strategy. Oh my god! I'm, this is just a theory. I'm not trying to. But anyways, that pandemic gets pretty. It, I thought it was fun because I'm trying to keep up with like documentaries about sciences and stuff. But that bitch, that girl, um, who is like the head of like the CDC, oh, yeah, she's, she's a badass bitch. Yeah. I love her. And then she got two kids and everything. So, right. like, she's a she's she's kind of an inspiration. Do you think she suffers from body dysmorphia? <sighs> I don't think so. She looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, I mean, she's not like. Like supermodel, prettier, but to have two kids and a full time career and you know have that. Position. She has that like Angelina Jolie kind of like air about her. Like I own this. Dude. She yeah, she does. She has this yeah. like confidence. Who run the world? That Girl. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like that show and it was it was interesting because they're saying that there's people are saying not to be scared about the coronavirus, um, but there's. The one thing that I think my teacher did say is that there's different strains of the virus. So the coronavirus isn't, I guess, an aggressive virus, but other strains of the coronavirus may be. Well, what I've what I've read, I guess, or what I understand is that coronavirus is something that already exists, and there's many types types of coronavirus, like like the flu. You know, there's H one N one, and there's H five N four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the coronavirus is similar, where there's different strains, but there's one that is like attacking, killing people, and sickening people. It's like a new strain, like a, a new one that evolved or whatever, mutated. I mean. And so that one in particular is the one that's like killing people and there's no vaccine against it. So that's why there's no way to fight it, you know? So right now they're like rushing to develop a vaccine and they're doing that here in San Diego actually. Oh, they're here there's, in here? Uh, well, there's different labs around the world that are working on vaccines, but uh, a lab here in San Diego, I think they got a grant for a, a few million dollars. No, they, they got money to develop a vaccine, but this uh, developing a vaccine will take at least a year. Yeah, because they have to do like trial, human trials and mm-hmm. animal trials. Oh, no, we're going to be dead by then. Exactly. That's the be, thing. Oh my God. And then we have a shipment up in Riverside. And then there was one, I think, in Hillcrest that there was one, I think. Wasn't that, I think, the article that said that there was one person. Here. No, bitch. There was none in San Diego. First of all, um, there was there was they were investigating somebody who had come from China and was here in San Diego, and he had like flu-like symptoms. So they were like investigating whether uh-huh. he had the virus. It turned out negative, but we've had uh, eight cases so far in the United States, um, and two in Southern California, one in the Bay Area up in by, by San Francisco, um, one in Chicago, and I think another one in like Tennessee or some uh-huh. other Midwest state. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, we've had eight cases, and the, the, 
the, there was one woman in Chicago. The woman in Chicago, she came back from China and she gave it to her husband here in the United <gasps> States. So that one, that one was unique because it was a person-to-person case um, in the United States. I so, know. and the thing is, like, they're they're still. I think they already uh, figured out that it can be transmitted even when you don't have the symptoms, which is crazy because. They were like trying to investigate whether it was you could only um, infect other people when you had like the, the flu-like symptoms, um, because then you can tell when somebody's sick. But if you can spread it without even looking Look, sick, yeah. that's even worse. That's even know? worse. So, I know. Well, that, so that's the thing. I'm gonna close my Grinder account because <laughs> yeah, I, it's, I mean they say they say not to worry or whatever. Um, but how can you not? You know, especially when it's something that there's no cure for it and it's just yeah, there's people. no vaccine. It's yeah, but just definitely. Wipe down everything. I was at the gym the other day and yeah. like on the stairmaster, the lady's just like hacking up a freaking lung next <laughs> to me, and she doesn't cover her mouth. I'm like, woman, you have bacteria that I don't have. Like, just wipe it down. I so, mean, coronavirus is not that's nasty, and you should not do that shit. No, just in general, you just cover your mouth. No flaking. Of no the skin. fucking flaking. <laughs> I don't know if I was dandruff. It was really bad. Um, but yeah, no, it was. It, I it was. It's interesting that coronavirus. I'm really scared to get it, and I hope I don't get it. And I hope nobody else gets it. But just be clean, sterilize everything when you go to school or wherever you're going. I'm um, just praying it doesn't become like uh, sterilize your phone too. It doesn't uh, start spreading here in the United States like it's spreading in, in China. You know, they're really trying to contain it. It's crazy. They have like they should have kept them over there. I don't know why they like they didn't quarantine them right there. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't just keep them over there. They were American citizens, and they were like diplomats and other people who are American citizens. That's why they brought it because they were people who live in China and work in China as either diplomats or there's a lot of people who are like say English teachers that live over there, people like that, you know. So they flew these people over here and they kept them quarantined. They're keeping them quarantined for two weeks at the uh, at a uh, military base in Riverside um, because supposedly the incubation period is about two weeks. So they're trying to see if they develop any symptoms. Um, so that they're still there right now. One one guy actually wanted to like escape or whatever. Like he was I trying to like see be like I'm gonna leave da da da, and they forced them to <laughs> stay there. Um, that uh, sucks. I wonder if they're getting paid or something. Imagine having to like. Maybe it's like a paid vacation, bitch. I like, mean, hey. I'd be scared, but I'm sure they're like getting like poked at and all that stuff. For busy that kind of thing, but no, I'm just kidding. Oh wow, um, I mean, not that kind. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, this impeachment, though, this fucking impeachment. I'm over this impeachment. And other headlines. Oh my god, this is stupid. So the last time I've tried to keep up with that. Um, I was keeping up with it the first week and I, I, I started with, first of all, I feel like the people that go up there and they present their cases, they should have people who are good at presenting and good at communications because some of them are, they're just reading down from a piece of paper and I'm like, dude, you've had hours to prepare and how is it that you're still reading everything from the paper? I mean, I'm sure that there's details that they need to get out there, but, um, I must, I, I, I think the last thing I heard was that there's not, they're not calling for more witnesses. That they're right. just pretty much, this is a... The Republicans defeated the, the um, plan of the Democrats to bring more witnesses and more evidence in the trial, in the Senate. Um, and that's never happened like in other impeachment processes and, and not just a, a presidential impeachments, but also impeachments of uh, other people who are in Congress or in mm-hmm. any kind of government office that you need to be impeached to be removed. Um, there's always been uh, evidence and, and witnesses called in those trials and this is the first time that doesn't happen. <gasps> so it's like, it's like a cover up, you know? Well, like, I see, I mean, why, what, what, if you're innocent, um, you're not afraid to, you know, hear more witnesses or whatever, but basically um, what's come down to, it's, it's really sad. What's come down to is the lawyers for Trump saying, yeah, he did it. But he did it because he thought he was doing it for the goodwill of his of his base, you know, of his voters. Of his voters. And if he did it because so he basically was asking for a favor so that he could win the next election, mm-hmm. they say. And so he, it's in the best interest of the people mm-hmm. that he win the best election. So that means that he did it with for good a good intentions or a good intention in good faith, no. and that means that he's not like guilty of anything and it's not impeachable. That's their argument, you know. And it's like and it's what the and fuck? so the thing that like kind of ca- so. I can understand that. Okay, maybe like if you thought it was okay, that's perfectly fine. But when does it become like that's your mentality, and when does that become like the people's mentality? Because it's, uh, the the specific the specific event that kind of like blind most 
blows my mind into how people do not see how corrupt he is is the fact that he was keeping money uh, that Ukraine was supposed to use to defend themselves from Russia mm-hmm. as kind of like a ransom money for them to do this specific thing, right? right. So put aside that whether he was doing it for a good cause. Mm-hmm. You're putting my money, our money that we pay for, yeah. and you're you're using it in, in, a, in a different, in a different, not even for political. It's like for your own benefit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that this is just like the. If they can't even like find him guilty for that, I'm sure that he's gonna be able to get away with any everything else. That's the thing, though. Like, it's like okay, so he can get away with this. What is he gonna get away with now? You know, I feel like he's just gonna be more emboldened to to do more fucked up shit. But um, at the same time, I feel like maybe this has the 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 power to really fire people up and just get out and vote and vote him out. Um, and because even if he was impeached and removed, we would just have Pence, Mike Pence, which is even worse. President. I think he's even worse. Which I don't, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know that that's a preferable option. Nos so, matan todos. You'll probably go Nazi on us, all freaking gay guys. Yeah. Because he's not like anti. He's super anti. He's super anti gay. That he he went to speak at the the choice of some rally or whatever that is like evangelical and all this bullshit, and they're like really anti gay, and then they were live streaming this like this event on the White House like <gasps> YouTube channel or whatever, you know? It's just like they're this administration is super anti gay and it's just it's so unfortunate that um that people who are gay and still support it's like I know that maybe you side with certain economic things or whatever Our but views, at the end of the yeah. day like if you can have all these pros but if your morals are shit yeah then there's no reason to even have those. You know? Yeah fucking like, pick somebody who has morals and those economic values that you so much value or whatever yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like um it's it's scary what's happening but uh speaking of um well i guess more of the impeachment on on wednesday they're supposed to have the vote that will decide whether he's impeached or not and obviously the expectation is that he's no not. he's probably not going to do it it's it's very unfortunate we're going to be stuck with him for another fucking year like another year and a half no uh well because uh, we still have the end of this year right yeah uh, 2020 uh 2021 would start the new president the elections are in november and then the new president starts oh, in 2021 at the beginning of 2021 so um it was just the rest of this year if if he's not reelected. um so everyone needs to get out and vote and for real get him out. um and then you went to this um to this carl de mayo town hall meeting thing uh, speaking of gay so, and repression and carl de mayo he is the council member of the 52nd... No, he's... A, he's or that's a, what he was running for. He's a candidate for the 50th Congressional District. Here. So he was having the town hall to promote his views on certain... Yeah, well, he's like uh, uh, talking with constituents and trying to convince people to vote for him. This particular town hall, he was talking about border security, mm-hmm. border issues, immigration, all that shit. Um, and it was in Santee, which is, you know... Uh, a lot of uh, white folk a lot um, of re- Republicans out there for sure but basically I went because I wanted to um, to hear what he was talking about but also to ask him a question uh, about I don't know I had like a couple questions in mind um, I didn't know it was on border security until I got there and so that kind of shifted my my you know question that I was gonna ask and I basically asked specifically like if he agreed or he disagreed with the zero tolerance policy that was enacted by the Trump administration of separating children uh, from their families um, just as a deterrent you know for people coming to seek asylum and then um, he straight up said yes I I approve it and um, but then he started to distract or deflect the question um, and he started going on off into other things that had nothing to do with the question. With the that, question. Because I was like, I was expecting expe- expecting him to answer yes and um, kind of talk more about the policy itself, why he approves it or whatever. But then he started talking about uh, the caravans and he started talking about uh, human trafficking and stuff like that, which is just like a way to, to blanket or cover the issue and distract it with something Focus. else. Focus. Focus on the question, Chingalamari. And he kept doing that with like any question that was asked that was maybe not, um, you know, within his his viewpoints or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, basically, there was a, a four of us, four four guys, four gay guys, and we went there and um, we had the plan of asking him questions because 
people who are usually in these town halls, they're already for the person and they're just gonna like answer questions that he wants to be asked, you know, okay. or agree with him or whatever. Right. So our purpose was sort of to ask him questions that were, you know, maybe against him or just like made him think. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't just going to be, um, you know, pats in the back. An agreeable him. fucking question. But all he did was, I called it the triple D, was uh, uh, deflect, distract, and divert. Ah, because he would yeah, deflect yeah. the question, distract the issue, and, and divert the topic to something else. Uh, and it was just like that was his that was his uh, playbook or whatever you know that was, yeah, yeah. He, that's what he did and actually there was a girl who she wasn't with us but she asked about um, abortion and she said um, she said I'm pro-life which means anti-abortion mm -hmm. she said, I'm pro-life and I just want to know what's your stance on this and in in a past campaign in 2016 when he was running for another congressional district this opportunistic motherfucker mm. um, he he said that he was he, he this is literally a quote he said I'm the pro-choice Uh, gay Republican candidate. That was uh, well. I forget exactly what the whole quote was, but he said, "I'm the pro-choice," etc., etc., etc. Yeah. Um, saying that he is pro-choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when he answered this girl's question, he was like, "Well, I support," and he started naming laws and like uh, obscure laws from other places or whatever, trying to say like, "I I support." Uh, making it super hard to to get an abortion basically mm. that's what he was trying to say he's like i'm trying to make it as hard to get an abortion and it can't be that easy you can't just go get an abortion easily da, da, da. um but he like really like come, just, came up with all these like all bullshit. these other answers and topics and subjects and things that at the end of the day like i was like okay so you never really said if you're pro or against it's just a yes or no question exactly so that was his um That was the way he he made the whole thing. But I gotta say, he is a very good orator. I can see why people support him because he is very snappy, very witty, and and he's funny. Like he he's like going on with his like uh, mm -hmm. speech or whatever, and he throws in little jokes here and there. So I get it. I, I understand why. Well, that's he, the gay in him. Well, whatever it is, but <laughs> uh, but he can really connect with people. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, he deflects a lot of the of the topics. And um, and yeah, he's pushing the Trump agenda. Like, if you know what Trump's agenda is, that's the agenda he's pushing, and he's using it in a very opportunistic way because he's changed his tune on some things along the way. So he yeah, and well, I think if I think every Republic, almost every Republican politician that I've kind of like I've heard them speak, mm -hmm. I've never had like a yes or no question, right? Or answer is what right. I'm saying. Like a lot of these questions that people ask are like yes or no. Like, are you fucking pro or not? I don't care about any like all the other laws. I need to know yes or no. Right. After you answer that, then you can tell me, okay, well, what the hell are you doing to make up for that answer? And yeah. I think maybe he's scared of like answering questions because he thinks that he'll lose followers or whatever. But I think if you keep your honesty and you show people like why it is that you think that way, it beats the purpose of having to like just guess where you're coming from or even have that like second like you know little fucking voice in the back of my mind where like something's wrong with this motherfucker why right. isn't he giving me like the full transparency you know right oh um, and then like somebody asked him um the gay like touch the, the gay subject because basically the one he's running against daryl isa or one of the other ones another republican i mean um daryl isa like uh made this ad that said like gay republican uh called the mayo you've seen gay as like a derogatory term you know so if i came up with this question i didn't ask it another another one of my the people that i went with um asked and basically the question was like okay daryl is using uh gay as a derogatory term and um how do you respond to that you know and he was like he never even said the word gay he never kind of mention lgbt or anything having to do with with that you know he said well he he started he just he just started basically like counter attacking daryl isa and saying that he's playing a dirty game and blah 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 and then somebody's like well are you gonna like keep it clean or are you gonna be dirty and then he just went off on like another tangent a and different just subject. totally like brushed over the the lgbt issue and i've heard that this is something that he's doing because he doesn't want to touch the subject he doesn't want to like You know, I know, but we're gonna go. I'm gonna show up with a fucking pride flag, <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "Hi, are you here to promote, you know, love and equality and all this stuff?" Because I'm yeah. sure he's not. And right. if he says he's not, we need to get him to say he's not because this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he needs to start answering questions. So that's 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 why we went. You know, because we wanted to answer questions that are not like there to be on his side, but are there to question his values and morals. And stuff When's like that, the next you know? town hall? 
Um, I don't know. He's having them pretty often, so I'll I'll get back to you. We'll have to figure it out, and we're gonna get some of these people going. A esta señora la vamos a llevar también. Yeah, so so that was an interesting. Uh, I don't know if I could do good at those things. I'd be so pissed off at people there, just like staring at them, like trying to get away with everything. It was it was doing. it was a little hard sitting there and hearing all these like quips that he was making that things that I disagree with and I think are just repre- reprehensible and like people just laughing about him and da, 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 and I was just like I also didn't want to stand out and be like Ugh, you know like making yeah, yeah. scoffs or whatever um, because I wanted him to call on me and obviously if, if he can see that you're against him um, it's more likely that he won't call on you yeah, that's I, true. I, I think so I was trying to be very kind of like and I wore like my very straight clothes <laughs> <laughs> you powdered your like face hair look a little bit white so you can like right. fit in. Right. Well, at least we have a representative out there for us. So next time there is one, let me know and maybe I'll come. I won't ask. But there is there is somebody who's running for the Congress seat, who is somebody who's a Democrat and is somebody that I think everybody should support. His name is uh, uh, Amar. Uh, what is his? Uh, Amar Kampa. Amar Kampa. Um, he is half. Um, Mexican, or I think he's part Mexican and then also part um, uh, from Iran or Iran, Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, I forget like what we'll figure it out. We'll get the specifics. But anyways, like his background or whatever is is second to his values. You know, his values are are very sound, very uh, compassionate, and um, I'll send you the link and the info um, about him. But he's definitely he's 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 a younger guy. I think he's like a in his late thirties, maybe early forties. That's 40s. perfect. We need someone progressive with like yeah, an open mind and just like different ways of thinking and I think people who like sit down and kind very of very handsome oh, he's cute is he single uh, he's straight <laughs> that wasn't the question you're not Carl DeMaio <laughs> uh, no he's really nice I've met him a couple times and um, he's he very nice at, uh, very good at talking and very charming and charismatic and all of that um, and just I don't know I think he has a really good value so. no we're gonna have to look him up Omar something but Omar Kampa Omar Kampa um, I we're gonna shift things a little bit well no this kind of goes into it too um enough serious shit enough of the serious shit but drag race is uh, announced their lineup right for oh, this yeah, season season, for 12. season 12 and they're also going to do a, a rupaul's um all-star is that, that correct that hasn't been announced but yeah i think it's already been shot we already know who the bitches are um, it's all out spoiled uh spoiled drag race it's i don't follow it i don't follow it that much but anyways but are these the the season 12 it does it look compelling does it look promising i think so i Underwhelming. mean bitch, i will take any drag race you know give me the drip drip because i'm here for it <laughs> i feel like it's not as catty as it used to be maybe i didn't i just i didn't go full on yeah. on the last season yeah. but i i can't remember what the name of the main chick one of the main chicks the bigger one one of the big girls in the in the new season in the, the past season not oh, the last season eureka i'm not eureka not she was i think she's black but eureka's not black no, 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 not Eureka, but oh, I think it's, it's not oh, the all-star. The, the, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, the one who has, like, kind of fuck up, fucked up teeth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she, yeah. Is she coming back? No. Oh, no. I thought that she was... They already announced a new season, and, um, I mean, it looks it looks pretty good, but uh, what you were saying about how it's not as catty or whatever, you definitely, if you watch, like, season two, season three, you definitely see the difference of how... Well, basically, now everybody seems to come very prepared with like liners and bitches are here to fucking like win. <laughs> no, like memeable, like you know, things to say and stuff. So it feels a little more forced, you know, like it's not as like uh, new or whatever. But hey, at the end of the day, it's still funny and they still bring in or whatever the fashions and everything. They're so. still very, and I think that they're a very, um, they're a good source point for a lot of the new artists or even just general artists to look at as oh, far yeah. as like, you know, like fashion or music or just, you know, like performances and stuff like that. They're, they're always, they have to keep up with, with pop culture. So mm-hmm. that makes them very relatable. And I forgot the name, the word that I was going to say, but. Well, I feel that, um, now that pop, now that drag is is part of pop culture because drag race has be, or drag has become pop culture, you know, it's a basic reference um, to pop culture. Yeah, I think at, at least now it's getting the recognition it always has deserved because I feel like a lot of uh, you know fashion and all those things that were popular at some point were a lot of times founded in, in like those that subculture of like drag and club culture or like club kids and all of that you know club kids. that's where they, they would take like looks or or a certain like trend or whatever you know their influence and they never yeah. got the, the recognition or the, the credit and at least now like for example like Billy Porter who we were talking about I don't feel like Billy Porter would be as uh, 
or, or would have the chance to be doing what he's doing now if it wasn't for like, for drag, drag race, race yeah know? yeah for sure so and, and it's cool to see drag queens like at events at the grammys at, like how do show. you feel about women doing drag though because i heard that there's uh, kind of like a little bit of a pushback on that isn't there well i mean i i feel okay about it i mean everybody should everybody can do drag i mean as long as it's it's like an entertainment you know it's a character like why should you not be able to make a character whether you're male or female or yeah, non-binary yeah. or transgender or whatever and then and i feel like so I, there was one thing that rupaul always said is that pretty much we're born naked and everything else is drag and that's pretty much true i think but ever since then i was little also said that she wouldn't allow women or transgender men or transgender women do be in drag race because mm. he said that it loses its purpose like like i guess to him the whole the whole uh magic of it is going from male to female and becoming uh, like somebody else you know but it's a, that's a pretty narrow way of looking at it you know i mean yeah maybe i mean she's kind of she's one of the ones that like made this so like popular and stuff like that so oh, yeah, i could i don't know that maybe uh, she's saying that just to maybe keep that a good, keep this business good because I also don't know how women would fit into it. I mean I guess they could I just I don't know I would have to see it though I mean if I've, I've watched Dragula Dragula uh, the last season of Dragula uh, uh, a woman won and she does like more like drag king you know mm -hmm. she does male characters um, and, and she's funny and she's funny and she was really talented and she, she was really good um, and it just works, you know, like uh, talent is talent, you know, a good look is a good look and it can be recognized. And I think the only fault is people choosing not to like accept that and not to accept it as a valid form of drag or a valid yeah. form of entertainment, you know, because if it's talent, it's talent. It's going to shine whether you're male or female or whatever. You that's know? true. That's true. That's the way I say it. But yeah, there's been pushback. And I think it's also like kind of like, well, because sometimes I see these girls, like they go into the, into the show and you see a completely different side of them. Like you, they come in as a, as a woman and they have this confidence and they like have the quips and they're funny and they're snappy and they have to get self-esteem and everything. And then they completely turn around and they change and it's something completely different. Someone who never had that confidence and stuff like that. So if, if, if they're trying to limit that away from from women that's not that's not kind of cool i think women should embrace also i mean i'm sure that there's women too who would need that kind of persona to find themselves right. and have that self-confidence yeah you know yeah I mean? to like be able to break out of their shell yeah so I, I i'm all for it it would be cool to see some women up in there and like put these bitches in their place also <laughs> like you know what i mean and right. i think also women have a different way of seeing things um so it would be interesting to see what they would be able to do with this drag race interest in, or drag. If you think industry. about it, like as it is right now, it's un it's unfair because it's a boys only club. Yeah, you know, it's a boys only thing, and it's like, why why can't they allow women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's it's not cool that it's a boys only thing. So hopefully they evolve and they allow they they have allowed or the, he has included transgender people after he felt the blowback about saying that transgender people were sh or should not be allowed in, as part of the show. Um, and then we got some trans people yeah, part they, of the show. Yeah, most of the trans people on there though, I feel like they had a problem being there though. I think it's... Yeah. I think that they, they, they use drag as a stepping stone to kind of accept that they're trans yeah. or to see like, hey, maybe something doesn't feel right. I'm not saying that this is just in general. I'm sure that there's different cases and stuff, but... Um, I did see how they they help like I think Gia Gunn was one of the ones the last ones that was on there that she became a transgender and I can see how like a lot of her trying to be funny was very would come out harsh because yeah. she thought she was being funny because as a boy being that caddy is it reads funny yeah. but when you become a woman and you become that caddy it's people a, perceive it differently. It's a fine line. And when when is when does when does that stop you being you being catty to me? And when was it? You know what I mean. Yeah. So I can see how it's a little bit hard for transgender people, but that shouldn't stop them from exploiting their talentness. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like there was people who transition or they were they were trans and they hadn't just come out. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or, or they come out during the show. There was um, Monica Beverly Hills. Yeah, was, like, I loved her. She was fierce. She came out on the show. As transgender, she gave me know? boo. No, she gave me banji that day. Oh yeah. my god, she was so cute i love her yeah um and so definitely I, I i'm all for it i hope that there's more women out there doing um drag i i think we all wow. do drag i think honestly like the way that you dress just personally you may not do amazing makeup and you may not do like these amazing looks but 
choosing what it is that you put on your back and trying to emote your confidence, that's drag. Now, if you're just like picking out like whatever, then I that's just, not drag. I just put back hair on my back. Amiga, that's not a, <laughs> that's not a choice. You should embrace my back hair too. <laughs> I braided it one day, yeah. so. Um, I don't remember I shaved your back a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of people shave my back and other parts. It's hard to reach some of these places. It's really, it's just, it's really hard. Um, I finally caught up with Cheer. Oh my Cheer. god, Cheer is such a cool fucking show. It's awesome. I think I, it's one of my favorites. I need to know why we don't have Chula Vista representing on that fucking show. I need to know <laughs> where we're at, where we're placing in Daytona. I want to open up a Cheer fucking like gym. <laughs> Let's monetize on it. Um, for those of you guys who don't know about Cheer, it's a Netflix series on um, the Navajo. No, Navarro. Oh, Navarro. <laughs> Navajo is where I'm going no, to the gym. No. My bad. You a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a hoe. Yeah, no, I like the, I like the, I like the whole storyline. It's awesome. It's so inspiring and it's like heart wrenching and it's sad and. I mean, it's it, like what really stuck with me was how they were talking about how these kids or these you know young people they don't really have anything to look forward to after they're done no, with this up. college thing, you know? Because I don't understand how it's not an Olympic sport. I mean, this thing is as as difficult and and um, as impressive as like ice skating or gymnastics or Gym- any of those. It's basically put everything into one. Right. It's like all of those are put into one, and so like I don't understand how it's not a, an Olympic sport. Why fucking that ribbon dancing? Like, how is that a fucking? Oh, sport? <laughs> has to be that. No, this should be an Olympic sport for sure. Because so that they have a future to look for. Yeah, and not only that, but it opens up a completely. I mean, look how big this industry is about cheerleading, which I didn't even know. I if I would have known about cheer in high school, yo hubiera sido porrista número uno ahí dando las marometas para que me That shit looks hard. But um, it looks fun. And who's your favorite? I mean, I like Jerry just because she's like the loud bitch that I am. And like the thing that I love, yeah, she has that big mat talk, which mm-hmm. is like just cheering people on. And I feel like I can relate to her because she has this positivity in her that just comes genuine. Were you like crying when he made that? I didn't <laughs> cry, but I was so happy for him. But I, I cried when um, when they gave his story about him losing his mom. Oh my God, I was a mess. I, I, was, a mess. I was crying. That's when I cried because... Yeah. I've I've lost a parent, so I, just the fact that she had the guts to go out there and like mm. cheer, I'm like gonna cry now because it's, <laughs> it, it, I was just like, oh my god! I know that was really moving. It was really cute. So she's she's my favorite. Um, okay, I'm obsessed with Gabby. She's fabulous. Gabby is <laughs> her, her parents, parents are crazy. Are fucking crazy though, <laughs> but I want them on my team because they're fucking crazy, but they're crazy for you to like succeed. They are trying. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, they're like, upload that video on the Instagram right now. 30 is pushing, okay? (laughs) And you are, like, you're 21, and literally, like, you look 30. No, I'm just kidding, but... I'm obsessed with her. I want to be here for Halloween. I I want the big bow and, like, my little Navarro cheer outfit. I don't want to get a Navarro cheer outfit. I want to get them on the show. They're so cool. Um... I think it would be cool though. I wonder if there's any like cheer because so I know a couple choreographers um, from my whole days, <laughs> but um, they seem to know what they're doing. And I know a lot of them that they're very successful. I mean, you got a lot of um, a lot of I guess choreographers that are being flown across the country from you know these like rich wealthy like people who are trying to get these kids into it and um i think if they would make it into a national sport or kind of an olympic sport imagine just the industry that how much it would grow because just making it more mainstream as it is would be just like crazy Um, i just feel like it should be an olympic sport for sure that would that would be sort of the the way it, it would become like a life goal because like, it would be funded by like say Nike is sponsoring and like Adidas sponsoring you know like it, gives, yeah. it brings money yeah so I feel like I mean hopefully that's a possibility and I don't know why it hasn't been pushed for that uh, well I wonder how the rest of the world has because it's if it's an Olympic sport it would have to be an Olympic sport in every country right I don't see India with pom-poms right now I just don't see them I see them at like meditating and doing their fabulous weddings so they make like seven day weddings have you seen them? I can see some like have you watched Bollywood movies? these bitches like get down well then we're going we're we're moving to we're moving to India I don't know (laughs) and we're gonna start up our industry I do like eating cow (laughs) they don't eat cows over there they don't eat cow? no cows are sacred in India (sighs) 
What's one of the countries that surrounds India? Uh, Nepal. India is a country, right? It's not a continent. Because it is a continent. No, it's no. A, it's a, India? It's a country. It's a country. Yeah. It's a, but it's a fucking huge country, right? It's, it's below China. Um, what is this, uh, Nepal and like I think Thailand is a There's oceans. I don't know. I, don't know, I took geography way too long. Ago. But I know that it's a country. I thought, yeah, because I, I, people always mistake Africa for a country. It's not a country. It's a continent. Uh, yeah, that people are dumb. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not that person. <laughs> but um, so yeah, cheer was cute. I really like it. My my one of my friends has uh, one of the girls in. I think both of her girls are in cheer, and hopefully oh, they yeah. get far. They need to. I want to like just. I want to like push them and be like totally cheer mom so that they can get contracts and I can be a mom in general. <laughs> and have, they're not even my kids. But um, that was cute. I started watching Sabrina. I think it's the third season. I've only seen like the two, like the first two episodes, but the guys on there are so freaking hot. And I know they're probably in high school or they're trying to portray that they're in high school, but they're not. And um, they always do that. <laughs> freaking hot. But you were telling me about this goop show about Gwyneth Paltrow, first of all. Oh, yeah. Why is it called goop, first of all? I have no idea why it's called goop. I mean, this is something that, this is her brand. She's had this for many years and they sell like a lot of, um, I would say like holistic or alternative medicinal mm. supplements and things. She literally had, she made like uh, the headlines or whatever because they were selling like a, like an egg shaped like stone or whatever that was some supposed to like, you know, give you good vibrations, but you were supposed to put this up your vagina. Well, like women, oh, it was like a vagina egg and it was just, it, it made like a melodic commotion. But anyways, I guess they turned the concept of this store, what business that she has, into a series that is on Netflix now. And I didn't start watching it because I wanted to, um, but I was just curious, you know, I just, I watched the first episode and the first few episodes were things that made sense, that were, to me were common sense. Like for example, there was this guy who, um, he, he had therapy where people would um, go into cold, really cold water, mm -hmm. whether it was like a ice bath or like, they, I think they were like in Big Bear or like, uh, yeah, Big Bear, and they would go into the water during like the winter month, and like people would do yoga in the snow, and then take a dip, and I can see how that would like shock your immune system or do something to your body that would, because there was some guy who said like it cured his like cancer or some other thing. Oh, wow. Or I was like, okay, that I believe that I can see it because I it, there's like some science behind it. Right. But but then some of the later episodes started going off into into other things like for example one there was one episode about this guy who could uh transform your energy like he oh, says that we have yeah. like like some sort of energy field like like around us or whatever and he was like pretend you're like massaging somebody without touching them and he was like moving his hands over the person's body because while well, they were laying on like a massage table and like saying that he was like inside the person and doing these things and then like people would get up and be like oh i feel so like this and that and i'm like what the fuck like <laughs> I just, you know, like to me, everything is like, I have to see it to believe it, you okay. know? Like when it comes to ghosts or aliens or whatever, like it's not that I don't want to believe it or that I'm, you know, opposed to believing it. It's just like, if I haven't seen it, it's hard for me to really kind of believe it, you know? Mm -hmm. Just like the idea of God, like people say, people put this belief into God and like, you know, they, they, they shape their lives around this idea. But to me, it's just that it's an idea, you know? Um, and so I was just like, well, this is, this is getting crazy. And then they went into a medium. There was a lady who was a medium, like talking to like the dead relatives of whoever. <gasps> and it's just that thing where like, I see an M, an M. And then she, and the lady's like, well, I have a cousin named Maria, you know, like, it is just kind of like, I mean, like, it could just be anything. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, um, so I don't know, like to me, I don't believe in that stuff and I don't knock it. I don't, you know, um make fun of anybody for it but um but for me personally it's hard to believe it because i can't see it yeah, yeah yeah but it was an interesting show it was it was you know just kind of seeing things that, that things that people are into, into i'm gonna look know? into it i'm gonna totally now do they talk about like the chakras and stuff like because you know how some people are like yeah. i believe in good vibes that's all i fucking believe in mm -hmm. and i do believe that in somehow everything is connected by vibrations mm -hmm. just looking at you right now the light is reflecting into my iris and those are vibrations that the noise that is coming those are vibrations so right. i know that somehow the universe is connected by vibrations that is my whole that i'm fucking crazy I but that's farted right now that's i can probably feel and i will <laughs> smell the vibrations but 
I was taking, uh, so I was taking yoga for like a semester, I think it was like the, um, about a year ago. And I, they had invited me to this like gong playing type of thing. I didn't get to go, which, but I really do want to go because what they do is they like lay you down and I think you're supposed to lay on your back or like on the floor for about an entire hour and you're supposed to meditate, but they play the gong and like on amplifiers or this like place where you can hear the acoustics and everyone is supposed to have the same vibrations in your blood going through you. So imagine just like a cup of water and you heat, see that yeah. vibration, like everyone is supposed to be synced up on that. That, that sounds cool. I mean, but that's that sounds, Yeah, but that, that sounds, sounds yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds doable. It right. sounds like there's a it science be, uh, behind it. Right. Um, and maybe, who knows? I don't know. Maybe like the vibe, like the energy, because yeah, there's a lot of people. So my teacher's husband or partner was into like meditating or healing, but he did like stone healing. So he did a lot of these like crystals and stuff and he was supposed to come in and like actually like give us like a presentation about it and everything. He never did get to, um, but he did like these like crystal healings and he would like collect crystals and each one has like a different energy and depending on like maybe like when you were born or something, I'm not sure, but. See, like I know people that do that too and like, I, I don't believe in it. Personally. I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing it. Right. I won't knock it. Like if someone comes, wants to come heal me, do it. I like, I would rather, I would rather try it at least. And maybe like, maybe my life will go differently or maybe it'll like help me see things differently. Um, but as of now, do, am I a firm believer of it? No. I, I just feel like I, to me, it's kind of like you giving that stone, for example, the power of belief, you know? Like, for example, I remember, like, I'm not religious, I don't believe in God, etc. But I remember somebody at my job, a coworker, gave me this little chain with a little, um, it was like a saint, a uh-huh. man, like a, it's like a Mexican uh, thing, um, but it was like a saint, and, and this saint, I looked it up, because I was like, ¿Quién es este? No? And, and, so, and the saint is, like, supposed to um, protect you from, from evil and bad vibration, bad people, bad things, you know? And I was like, you know what, I'm going to wear it because I feel like that's a good uh, purpose, you know? And it's not that I believe there's a fucking radiation emanating from it protecting me from bad things, but it's just like in my head, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like choosing to exclude negativity mm-hmm. and that's the power that I give this like object, you know? And I feel maybe that's kind of similar with like, oh, I feel this quartz is going to protect me from you know, a disease or whatever. And like, maybe that has some sort of impact, like well, a I placebo. Think it, I think it goes back to your faith because um, just in a simple religion type of thing, if you have faith, you have faith. If you don't have faith, you don't have faith. Faith doesn't have to go correlated with religion though. You can have faith yeah, yeah. that you're going to have a good day today because you're going to try your best and right. try to look at things in a positive way. Right. Um, you can see someone who has cancer and they're going to try to have faith and try to, you know, fight this cancer. Sometimes... Right people don't have enough faith in whatever it is that they that that they're trying to believe in that can be to self-love maybe you don't have faith in yourself or whatever so sometimes just having even the most random thing or story like a crystal to help you motivate yourself Mm -hmm. to do better for yourself is just a simple thing that they can do that's the way i see it i'm perfectly fine with that it gets a little bit crazy when you start affecting other people or you're trying to monetize on this or you're trying to be opportunistic about it that's the way i see it that's when you have to like kind of draw the line right i mean like if you want to heal me and you want to heal me for free heal me for free then if you heal me enough then i'll tell others of of you and and maybe but don't try to come at me and be like here for 40 bucks you get this 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 and this no but you ain't getting nothing from me because i got money in my bank i have belief in myself i know that i can do this you know what i mean um that's the thing that bothers me about those kind of like, like for example, that guy who was like massaging the aura or whatever. I'm like, okay, if I have some sort of problem, a physical problem, and I go to one of these guys and he does his things and and like gives me the idea that I'm doing better, and then all of a sudden I die like a few months <laughs> later because I put my faith in this person that yeah. is maybe doing something that isn't. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't change your beliefs or right. your, your complete faith. Don't do a whole. I would stick to my faith, and I, I like. I'm very happy with the way that things are happening with me. I do know that there's a lot of like self-destructive habits that we all do that eventually will catch up with us. Mm-hmm. But don't knock it till you try it. No, definitely. I don't <laughs> knock it till I don't knock it because um, it's just like it's just my my na- nature to question and to be incredulous about things that don't fit within science. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, there's also a lot of things we don't know. So who knows? You know, it's like for example, like 
the the we were talking about this the um, nature of animals to be able to connect and do to things. You know? We don't know how these fucking things how butterfly flies from Canada to like this little forest in Mexico and does it? You it's know, all like, the pheromones in the air, yeah. dude. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like we don't know how that happens, so we don't know many things about our bodies, even. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I, I think we're all universally connected somehow. I I don't. I I'm on, like I'm on brick and Morty team. Like I'm sure that there's <laughs> infinite possibilities of our lives happening at different levels, different times, different dimensions, different everything. Just because if you look up at the stars, there's more stars than not. And yeah. just those every single star is a poss- different possibility because we're a star too. Well, well, you know what I mean? So you're a star. Anyways, um well because <laughs> we're recording right now, um it, it's I don't it's 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 twelve thirty right now. Um, I'm, I was trying to record earlier because today it's 1:30, is bitch. the Super Bowl. Oh, we started at twelve thirty then. Um, today is the Super Bowl, and I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with like the performers of oh, yeah. like every year. I don't watch the show. I don't I, the show the football. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't watch football. Like I'm not an athletic. I just I've never gotten into it. But this year, we got J-Lo on one side, and then we got Shakira on the other side. Shakira, Shakira. They both are giving me this Latina, like, big hair, like, Latina look. They're dancers, they're singers. But they all have, like, they both have, like, their own type of thing. And um, There's, They couldn't be any more different, you know? <laughs> I mean, I want to, like, personally say the hot side of the week is Shakira, Shakira. for wearing that fucking uh, t-shirt and ripped jeans next to, like, J-Lo looking like a Glamazon over J-Lo. here. <laughs> Dude, it looked like she just walked out of a fucking runway. She looked like, like she was like getting an autograph at the meet and greet. Like she's like, can I get your shoes? She looked really bad. She looked like a twelve-year-old girl fan, like yeah. meeting J Lo for the first time. And then she has one where like she has the thumbs up. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that right. picture. And so they, I guess they were meeting for a press thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe. Th- what I'm reading into this picture because so the picture is has J Lo looking amazingly flawless in this like bikini pantsuit type of thing <laughs> that she's got going on. Yeah. Like her hair is like she has not one single flyaway. The bronzer is on point. She's got that smoldering, smizing look. And then you have Shakira wearing bell bottom jeans from like 1992, a peasant looking top with guns and roses and like the huge froey hair from like the 1998 when she first came out. And I'm like, have they have like their managers not talked to one of another? Did they not sync up? Like, I feel like there's there's not they're not working. Yeah, maybe. Um, and then I saw that J Lo posted something on on I think Instagram how she wanted the fans to send in like what they wanted to hear at the halftime show. Oh yeah. I don't know if she was trying to like maybe give us an impression saying like hey I'm not as as uptight as I look in that picture <laughs> maybe I mean I don't know because Shakira just looks like go with the flow I got this I'm Shakira you already paid me I'm like I'm gonna get there I don't need to dress she's up she's always been like that though like that's the only thing I could say is like if you look back at her concerts performance obviously if she was performing at the Grammy she was wearing some fabulous outfit but whenever she was out and about doing press doing things she, she was always wears a fucking t-shirt and jeans like always she's low key she's yeah. Yeah. Okay, she's always been muy basica, muy simple, pero... I mean, it's little. It's, it's minimalism. It works the best, but at the yeah. same time, like fix it, like groom it a little. I mean, she could have chosen to step up to the plate because that's the biggest stage in the world, literally. The the the. I Super mean, Bowl. in the United States, I feel like because but no, I feel like performing at the Super Bowl, you have the amount, the millions of people that watch it. It's like the biggest stage in the world. Yeah. Um, in that definition, so maybe she should have dressed maybe a little bit more accordingly. But at the same time, I'm like, she's I'm living her. It. She's like, yeah. I'm doing it. I have kids at the house. There's yeah. a hot husband at home. I don't need to. I don't need to please anyone. And you know, bitch. They're gonna start singing in like two hours. So. <sighs> well. Yes. Anyways, um, I wanna thank you guys for tuning in. I know it's been a week um, since we've been back. About two, uh, two weeks. But we will be continuing on with our Sunday come down. Yeah. And again, I wanna remind you guys to try to conquer the love. <laughs> Conquer the world. <laughs> Let's try to conquer the world with love and kindness. Don't forget Aww. that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of the week, and we'll hear you, or you'll hear us next week again. Are you Team J Lo or Team Shakira? Shakira. I'm Team J Lo. So fuck you. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.